0: This is GKW. Welcome to another edition of Good Karma Wrestling. I'm Gabe Neitzel from ESPN Milwaukee. With me, as always, from ESPN in West Palm, Brian Rowitz, and you can catch him on ESPN 1000 in Chicago, Jonathan Hood, who I accidentally insulted right before we started the (laughs) show, so he is soldiering on like the true professional that he is.
1: What a pro! And no, no, people, it's not what you think. Gabe's not like that. But go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Now
0: we're we're all uncomfortable. All right. Now now we can
1: start the show. Now you now you know how I feel, pal. You go 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 right ahead with the program. I'm ready.
0: Well, one of the biggest stars.
1: I've always got the card of Anscape in my back pocket if I need it. go right ahead. Where's Cody? I know. (laughs) He brings peace together. That's exactly right. Cody Luther King will take care of this.
0: Oh, anyway. I, I never thought that promo would be referenced in that vein on the show, but it was perfect. Yes, <laughs> Absolutely just... perfect. Yes. Um, <laughs> speaking of over baby faces in the yeah. WWE, yes. LA Knight. Oh man, he did not win. Mm. Did not win the fatal four-way this past week on SmackDown, but he did get to cut a promo, so everybody in the crowd got to sing along and then be disappointed after Santos Escobar ended up winning the opportunity to take on Rey Mysterio for the uh, right to then face Austin Theory for the U.S. title in WWE. But LA Knight, I mean, he's everywhere. uh, There was a tweet earlier this week stating that LA Knight is the first, uh, first, second, I believe, third, and fifth?
2: One, three, four, and five.
0: One, three, four, and five. So he's only Roman missing is number, number two. two.
2: Yeah, Roman's got that spot.
0: Whew. Uh, so he is. his merch is selling hot. Everybody's into L.A. Knight, But he continues to lose on television. Doesn't seem to be a real plan for him. There are rumors otherwise. But the question we begin today's show with is, what's more likely at year's end? That L.A. Knight walks out of a pay-per-view as the world champ, or is he off television completely?
1: Boy... At the end of the year, that's a a real tough question. No, he's not going to be world champ, and I think we all know that. Uh Whether that's Seth Rollins' championship or Roman Reigns' championship, he's more likely to have an underneath championship. This is what the WWE does. Hey, we're all into him, and it's amazing, because I've been going through like a little rabbit hole on YouTube. The same stuff he's doing now, he did it TNA at the little asylum. (laughs) The same thing he's doing now, he did it at the NWA with that little arena in Atlanta. He's been doing the same stuff for years. He's just doing it to in front of a bigger audience. And so I just think, bro, it's that, you know, he's a guy here that is going to take time for him to be able to have a championship. But here's a question. Does he need a championship to get over if he's already over with merch and with the fans? Does he need a title to get over?
2: No, but I do think a title sort of adds to some longevity and gives him a little bit more. Because I feel like in WWE's eyes, they look at this, they're probably happy that they're making all this money, but they're like, oh, we can just make another star. Like, we've had this discussion with Sami Zayn and as over as he was. And now, you know, KO's hurt. Like, Sami might be off TV in a month or so, which is insane when we think back to November and think back to January and February and everything he went through. Like, they don't know what to do when it's out of their plan. And the weird part about that is we don't often credit the WWE for long term storytelling and having things planned out. So I don't get why they can't adjust when something like this organically just pops up for them. Because,
0: I mean, it's easy. It's, I mean, the more likelihood is that he's going to be off TV because, yes, he's not going to be the world champion. But he's over. Like, he's so over, but you at least have to give him a prominent spot on television instead of having him just go out there and play sing-along. Like he needs to be able to do something a little bit more in order for this to me to last. If you want to continue to reap in the money on the cash cow that now is LA Night WWE, you got to put him in a more prominent position. You've got to put him in a position where he's actually winning matches, where then he can stand on you know the top of the rope and throw his arms up, and the crowd can go crazy with him. Instead of okay, we're hyped up for LA Night because he just cut this great cr- promo, and oh. Okay, I guess he didn't win. But it just takes the entire, like, you feel the air get out of the arena whenever this happens. And he gets the crowd so juiced up. And then they have him not factor into the decision at all with the fatal four-way. And I I just don't get it. It was the same thing with Sammy. And eventually, you know, they put him in the tag team and it ends up working. But then there's no direction like, right. there's no direction there. And, and I keep seeing these rumors, whether it's from Meltzer, whether it's from Sean Ross Sapp, that, oh, WWE has big plans for him. But, well, oh, but you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait till after SummerSlam. <laughs> what we just were told by Hunter, oh, good things come to those who wait. I'm still waiting. And right. I'm running out of patience because the longer this goes on, without WWE at least putting him in a decent spot, hey, just give him, like, the start of the 8 o'clock hour. Like, give him the start of the 8 o'clock hour, have him have a match, have him win the match. Like, I'm, I'm just asking for little things here that we can't even get with LA Knight. How can I ever expect for him to actually have some sort of meaningful angle on WWE television despite all the rumors out there? Like, oh, they've got plans. They've got plans. BS. They don't.
2: Well, doesn't this also show us, hmm. and I think we've learned from WWE, they don't care about wins and losses. Like, they're just going through the motions and That's why we see the 50-50 stuff. It's like, oh, he's over. They're buying his shirts. Ah, eh, losses don't matter. Like, that's the WWE logic.
1: You know, guys, driving in here, I was thinking about this, this topic tonight. And I, I think that the criticism that the three of us have and wrestling fans at large have is WWE's inability to pivot. Mm-hmm. Like so, And so... From, I'm sure from WWE standpoint that from now to the end of the year, they already have planned what they want to do. Roman will still be champion. Maybe Seth drops the title to uh, Finn Balor. Maybe he doesn't. But I'm sure, and like any good television show, we have to look at wrestling at like any other scripted television show. They have in place what they want to do from now to the end of the year. And maybe through the Royal Rumble. Who knows? I have no idea. You would think it's long-term storytelling. I know under Vince, especially when Vince was really in charge, that it could be at a whim. He would just, however, whenever he wakes up, he'll decide, oh, I'm going to make him champion or take this championship away from her. So I think he was more fleeting when he was in charge. But I think that playing devil is an advocate. I think it comes down to, we've got already all this stuff in place and LA Knight, he's going to be able to be a champion, but maybe that's 2024. Maybe that's WrestleMania Philadelphia. I don't know. All I know is that this, I'm happy for LA Knight that he's over, that he's been a long time veteran. So I'm happy for his success. I'm glad that the fans are behind him and, a championship does not define him. Him being in prominent spots, though, as you guys mentioned, top of the hour, main event, semi-main, where you can see him building towards something, that matters to me as much as him winning a championship of some sort. Yeah, I
0: just so, want to main. I, I think that's very fair. And I think, so yes, he has fallen victim to, I guess, another act that has gotten over, but it got over through the WWE cog. Because LWO, when they first were... What were they? El Legado de Fantasma? Was that the name of the group? I don't even remember. (laughs) don't even remember the name of the group when it first showed up. But then they sprinkle in Rey Mysterio and and they give it the LWO push and, oh, okay, it's over. You saw what happened when they had, you know, backlash in Puerto Rico and, and how over Zelina Vega was and Escobar. And they're like, oh, we got something here. But now they were they were kind of late to pivot to it. So now we're getting to SummerSlam where you're going to have one of those members, presumably Escobar, who is, again, I, and I don't want to make it seem like, you know, we're just crapping on Escobar because I think he's put in a lot of work too. But mm-hmm. it took them just instead of being able to pivot quicker to get us LWO in main events or getting them towards championships. Now that's kind of setting everything else back. And LWO, I don't think is as over right now as they were, I don't know, a month or two ago when we were coming out of back.
2: Completely agree. And the one thing to remember the reports this week is that title match might be Friday on SmackDown before SummerSlam. Like, it might not even be a SummerSlam match.
1: Oh. Well, I mean, look. The title, that's that's Austin Theory, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, the USA. guy that
2: beat Cena at Mania.
1: Well the, the, well, the title's cold. Did, did, yeah. did, didn't? Well, it's, it's clearly cold because didn't uh, Theory lose Friday? He did. Clean as a sheet, one, two, Clean? three? Yeah, right in the middle of the ring. Okay, title's cold, and it has been <laughs> cold with it. Yeah. Title's cold. So maybe it doesn't deserve to be on the pay-per-view. <laughs> because he's not over. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Maybe it deserves to be on SmackDown and on the pay-per-view. I don't know. Seems like that Seems like that makes sense to me. They've done everything with theory, and he's stuck in neutral. Nothing yeah. against the young man, but he's just stuck in neutral. He, he is... He's the last bastion of, of the Vince Sprinkle. Be like this and talk like this. And be a, and like he has not done anything different than when Vince was fully in charge.
2: But that's the frustrating part is like you talk about the lack of pivot. Like We have seen for months now it is not working with theory. They tried. We talked a little bit after the Money in the Bank stuff. There was a little bit of glimmer there. We're like, hey, maybe something's happening. We're back to square one. It's not working. <laughs> They stick with that. They stick with the Corbins of the world. Like, they don't know how to pivot.
0: <laughs> they allowed Austin Theory to die live on television right. at the hands of John Cena. Yes. And yet they're still sitting there trying to perform CPR like he's somehow still alive after John Cena, like, just roasted him in a promo. And then we all went, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think I think Cena nailed everything. Like, everything that John said there. A hundred percent true, and yet here we are months later with Austin Theory still as your U.S. champion.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you put it on L.A. night, it's a hot championship for sure. Yes. Because, oh, we just said with the merch, I get it, I totally get it. But putting it on a cold Theory, clean as a sheet, he has. I have. I can't remember the last time he lost on right. television. Like he's losing on the house shows, but I can't remember the last <laughs> time he lost on like on TV. I'm like. So if you do that, I know you're telling the story with Escobar. I get that. But I'm like, wow. And we still got to get to Escobar versus Ray at some point, mm-hmm. right? Right.
2: So, so I think that's this week, and then next yes. week will be the theory this, match. And like This Friday is, yeah, LWO okay.
0: versus LWO.
2: Like, LA Knight's so hot. Like, I had to look up. I was like, he has four shirts. Like, that's the amazing part. He has four of the top five. It's literally just two designs and two colors. Yes. <laughs> like, the one that says, yeah, there's a black yeah. and there's a yellow, and then the LA Night one, there's a black and there's a blue. That's That's it. Well,
1: it's because the, the red, red sold out, he has a red one, but it was no, like completely okay. sold out. Well, there we go. Completely ripped off from LA Gear too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, a hundred
0: percent, a hundred percent. R.I.P. Let's pour. Can we pour one out for LA Gear? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Love you, LA Gear. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir.
0: I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're bringing back everything else from the '90s. Why not? But he, I mean, LA Knight is. I mean, just the crowd reaction when you just hear that first robotic L of his, and and people just start losing their minds, and and yet they can't figure out, oh, we should probably put him in a prominent position. Like, do you trust, so do you guys trust those rumors that are out there like, oh, it might not be until after SummerSlam, but WWE has plans for him. They've got big plans. Not just plans, big plans.
1: No. No, because we've seen it before. Yeah. Right? right. We saw this with Drew McIntyre. We saw this yeah. with I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about this weekly now that mm-hmm. we know they give us the old okey doke and, and then you still have to wait. And by the way, it's actually smart from WWE because if people stay invested every time the L.A. night where his whether it's on TikTok or YouTube clips, uh, not only in the U.S. but internationally, people want more. And so yes. there's a lot more interest. It's it's building weekly. But then, where's the payoff? And that's the thing that we're always wary of. No matter if it's Triple H or Vince, when's the payoff? Because I'll tell you one thing: whatever, however we feel about LA Night, that guy's not going to be heavy, heavyweight champion. No, I'm just telling. He's not. He's not. Maybe going the to be other
2: title, like not the Roman title, but the Rollins no. title.
1: No, he's not going to be not anytime soon. Absolutely, because you know how they do it to us. I mean, look are they do to Drew? Luna did a McIntyre. It was it was tailor made for him to win a Clash of the Castle, no championship. We saw this with Sami Zayn. It broke your heart. It broke your little wrestling heart that <laughs> Sami Zayn could not win the championship in, in a hot Montreal. Hot. I mean, come on, man. Like, nah, that's okay. We got a nice crowd, but that's okay. I mean, so win. at least they hey, at least they let Bad Bunny go over in Puerto Rico. Fair.
0: At least they got that one right.
1: They didn't want a riot. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Fair. They didn't want that heat. That's no. real heat. I yes. told you people in Puerto Rico, <laughs> you don't want to up with that. No, that's real heat. Yes, a hundred
0: percent.
2: But then also so, in terms of we'll like do that that's
1: fine. Ch- but but not but not him. No. <laughs> right,
2: that's fair. But like LA Knight is a champion. Like if you would have given him the briefcase, and I'm fine with Priest as the Money in the Bank winner. Like imagine him winning that and then trying to like steal a title from a Finn or a Seth. Like even if he was a champion for like two weeks, that cashed in you create a moment that way where I don't know if we're going to get that with priest, whenever that happens.
0: I mean, I think we're at a thing. I think we're, I have genuine intrigue of Finn potentially winning Mm -hmm. because then Finn, I mean, a, because you have the reports out there that they look at the WWE looks at judgment day as almost another bloodline, right? Where, Oh, we're going to be able to do some long-term storytelling with these. And it, and it would look cool to have, Finn with the world championship, uh, Dirty Dom with the North American championship, Rhea with her championship, and then you have Mr. Money in the Bank there as well. But then you can also build the tension the way they, like, it was very brief, but they built the tension on Monday between the two. You know, when, you know, he's looking at his briefcase and he looks at Finn like, oh, I know I told you I'd give you the first crack, but... Seth Rollins is laying here incapacitated and then Sammy comes out to, to kind of ruin, you know, to kind of ruin that moment or whatever. But I mean, I think they can do some good things with the, the Finn um, and, and, you know, with him winning the championship and then building that tension within the group. So I I could see that happening and all that, but yeah, LA Knight is world champ. I don't, unfortunately do not see it happening.
1: Hey, so uh, just uh, out of curiosity, so with SummerSlam around the corner, who's the, the matchup partner with LA Knight? What's the feud? What's the program he's in? Oh, he's not like, going to be on SummerSlam. Nothing.
2: Like, you just throw him out there for a promo segment, and he'd probably get stuck with a celebrity or something. Like, do they have a random Detroit celebrity?
1: Wow. <laughs> so all you get is let me talk to you, and that's it? Yeah. He's not going to be in the ring? Like, wow. Yeah, that's so, what I'm
0: saying. Like, how hey, do you how do you screw it up this much? Like, this, But here's – Jay Hood, he's been over for so long. And I, when's the last time he appeared on a premium live event?
1: Has he, he might, been on one? He might as well be freaking Grayson Waller at this point. Give him <laughs> a show. Waller <laughs> at least wrestler. gets moments, though. That rolling DTT is pretty hot, though. I, I got to give him credit. I've never seen that before. Pretty cool.
2: Like, that he got this. Ro- Waller got the Cena thing. He got the wrestle Edge in the garden. Like, he got moments, at least. Yeah. Oh, he's he's getting. Oh, he, Waller's way more over
0: with the WWE brass than LA Knight is.
1: Mm. No, I mean, to give L A. night. I mean, <laughs> I think that at Madison Square Garden, that was a head scratcher, right? I know that the bloodline took forever, yeah, and please. I and I blame Roman for that because his entrance is fifteen minutes. But I mean, but but that yeah, was Russell's a miss. Anker. That was a miss in New York, though. That guy should have been on I, I shouldn't have to look on YouTube for him to be able to take out, you know, uh, hit roll for two minutes. Right. That should have been on TV. That was a miss, big time.
0: Well, yeah, but again, like. Grayson Waller didn't get rubbed from TV. Grayson Waller got a big thing with John Cena at the, at the last pay-per-view for WWE. Like again, and LA Knight doesn't even get to come out and cut a promo at these pay-per-views. Like he's just always absent, always absent. Despite him being one of the most over people in WWE, he doesn't get, he gets zero minutes on their premium live events.
2: Well, would you be okay if they do next Friday on SmackDown the day before SummerSlam? It's theory versus LWO theory wins somehow, then at SummerSlam, they do Theory vs. L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight wins. He gets the belt. Theory has the excuse if he had to wrestle on back-to-back days. Like, is sure. that okay?
1: Sure. I have no yeah, problem with uh, that. It's, oh. better,
2: it's better than what they got going on right now. Right.
1: <laughs> I, I see on, on our YouTube, by the way, you can subscribe. We're 11 away from 400 on our YouTube uh, feed, YouTube.com, Good Karma Wrestling. The Hoots Podcast with Josh Lopez says he may be over, and then the bell rings. Uh, okay, well – When's the last time work rate mattered in WWE? Right. This is not an AEW discussion. Like, you have know, five <laughs> moves of doom with Cena, and he's like one of the most over guys in the company. If you don't think he wrestles well, that doesn't matter in WWE. No. Personality and, matters in WWE.
0: I mean, do I think he's, like, if, if I were to put together a list of top five in-ring wrestlers in WWE, is he on it? No, but... It's not like he's terrible either, you know. Right. Like he's 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 not the great Kali in the ring. Like no, he's <laughs> oh. he can hold his own. He's fine.
1: That chop was devastating. Yeah, well, he
2: <laughs> they did squash Ray's head.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> should just tell the truth about these things. These are just the overseas deals that they're making yep. money. They'll just yep. put anybody in the ring. They're trying to do the same thing. The same way. Once he put some some tights on him, watch the ratings go up in that in that country. Yep. That's, that's all it is. I mean, just tell the truth. These guys can't go. You just want the money and the TV ratings. That's all.
0: Which, again, again I get it. I mean, yeah. div- I didn't get it to the point where, you know, Jinder Mahal was champion for seven months. I didn't necessarily get it to that extent. But, you know, I get it.
1: There's a there's a fly on our screen. you see that? Do you see that fly? Is that a fly up there or is that a bug? It's what the what kids call that? a QR
2: code. You oh. can uh, click that or scan it or whatever the word is and subscribe to the podcast. Hmm.
1: Yeah, how about that? That Rowitz, he's full of magic. It is. He, he, he is full of magic or something. Let's,
0: uh, let's go ahead and talk about the other top three stories in the world of professional wrestling. We like to call it our three counts. Brian, what do we have at number one this week?
2: All right. Speaking of SummerSlam, rumors starting to swirl that it might be the return of Bray Wyatt next week in Detroit. Which Bray Wyatt do you guys want to see when he does eventually return? I know he said
0: he didn't want to do it. And I know Undertaker's on the record for saying that they should return to kind of the backwoods Wyatt family type guy. But I think that's, I I think we need to move away from anything fiend or fiend adjacent or it just, it, it didn't work this time around. You know, when, when he decided to, you know, have the, the Mountain Dew pitch black match and, you know, supposedly, you know, they were going to build more characters into it and Alexa Bliss was going to be a part of it. Well, now she's gone after announcing her pregnancy. Who knows when she's going to be back? I, I think you just need to take a step back and maybe return to your roots and build it up that way because um, his, his last return. And I'm excited for Bray Wyatt. I love the things he does creatively. I love that he's willing to take risks. The last one just didn't work out, so now you got to try something else.
1: You know what, guys? To answer the question, which Bray White do you want to see when he returns? The one that gets him over, mm. and whatever that is. Can I just tell you? Let's just be honest. It's twenty twenty three. That supernatural shit doesn't work anymore. I'm yeah. just, I'm just like, what, what's over today? What's over in wrestling today? If it's AEW, it's work rate or it's Kenny Omega, and it's it's Brian Danielson. If it's WWE, it's personalities. It's like we're we're past the Undertaker. There's a reason why he retired. Like that was that was a good gimmick in '91, all the way to the end of his career in WWE. That just doesn't work, man. When I hear the rumor and innuendo that after SummerSlam, that Wyatt could be working with oh, Cody, that will kill him. That will kill Cody. And that and that shouldn't be that way, right? Bray Wyatt is that good where you shouldn't say, boy, if you work with him, it'll kill you. I mean, it's great that LA Knight survived that nonsense, right? He survived it. <laughs> Uncle you know I mean? I'm just saying, like honestly, bro, it's for someone who likes gimmicks in indie indie wrestling. Does that really work today? If he came back with that same gimmick, people no. will just be they'll they'll turn the they'll have their lighters on or their the lights on their phone, and then after that, when the lights go up, then what? Right, then and what?
2: that's the thing. I think we saw it with this, like the pitch black match. That's one of, by the way, two premium live events from LA Knight this year. I think there is something to, like, the dark, the backwoods, though, and him having the Wyatt family because it's that spooky, it's him cutting promos, and it's a way for him to work. Like, I think that's the way Bray Wyatt can get over is let him wrestle matches. Do you know how many matches he has wrestled on TV or pay-per-view since January 1st of 21? I looked this up today.
1: Two? Jay- uh, I guess. Uh, one.
2: It is one. It is ah, that beautiful glow-in-the-dark match from the Rumble. That is oh, it. That- Show respect for the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. <laughs> the glow in the dark Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Got it.
1: Like and his, and his best let, match was the one with Cena that wasn't a match was Cena right. turned heel. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. It was, it so was good. really good.
0: <laughs> the but best. Like, the best part was the look on Titus O'Neil's face when they cut back to him as the host of WrestleMania just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so great! <laughs> I love that so much.
2: Yes, fantastic. that was really good. And like that, where he's able to show his creative, but like you still had not matches. Like just let him work. We know what he can do in the ring.
0: Well, and and that's what was amazing about him being able to get the fiend over. But the fiend was also supernatural adjacent, I guess. Cause it's more of like a split personality type thing, right? Like he was able sure. to walk that type rope where it wasn't necessarily supernatural. Now, again, they had the lighting and all that, but he wasn't, you know, it wasn't like at WrestleMania when he was backwoods, Bray Wyatt family and like bugs were superimposed onto the ring as he was wrestling Randy Orton, we don't need which that. just fell completely flat on its face. But that's why the fiend worked, like, because it wasn't it was close to supernatural, but wasn't quite there. Like you were able to, you know, oh, this is just like a split personality thing. This is something going on in his head where he's able to kind of turn it on and off. So that that's to me what was so great about the fiend. But like the fiend is dead. Like you can't bring back the right. fiend. It just it it was killed by Vince. R.I.P. So yeah. we're gonna have to try something else. So yeah, I, I think if they go back to the Bray Wyatt family roots again, get rid of the supernatural crap out of that. I think you still have something there.
2: And I think also to your point, Jay Hood, like, I cringed on Saturday when I believe it was Darby that made the comment to, like, Luchasaurus, where it's like, oh, you know, I think you're taking edibles, think you're a dinosaur. And it's like, oh, like, you're taking the legs out from, like, a character there. Like, it was very weird to, like, hear that and you realize, like, there really aren't a lot of Luchasauruses in this world anymore. (laughs)
1: No, we're dinosaurs done, we're,
2: or wrestlers that act as dinosaurs. If, if
1: you're a character like the old Vince cartoon characters used to have and you get over, that's great. Like and and by the way, just so I'm clear, bro, it's a, do you have any reporting that, that Bray's healthy? I think that's the reason why he was at WrestleMania. Remember we heard that story at WrestleMania that he was there and fans saw him in his truck and they're like, Bray. And, and Bray's like, I'll be back tomorrow. And he never came back. Right. <laughs> like, like We so, haven't seen
2: him since then. Like it was yeah. February 24th is the last time we saw him on TV. But the reports are that he's going to be involved in one of the main events. So you mentioned Cody. I don't know if well, it's the world title stuff. Like. Cody's really the only one that makes sense if you're thinking main events.
1: Okay. All right. I, I think that we've nailed it, though. Like, you don't just Bray Wyatt wrestling is fine. I think that the yeah. thing that we liked, obviously, is the presentation. But mm-hmm. this, that when he came back and everybody was begging, please come back. And then that, what he was doing was just, I don't know if it was Wyndham Rotunda. I don't know if it was Bray. it was just kind of weird. It was just like it just never resonated with the audience enough. It was just a weird thing.
0: And everybody got excited because they were, you know, much like we have QR codes now. Like they were dropping the QR codes everywhere. And, you know, so you could could figure, you know, oh, okay, here's a little clue. Here's a little clue. And people got excited. And then he just had these rambling promos that just you couldn't quite put together and make sense of. Yeah. And – which was unfortunate. Again, like I appreciate his willingness to try something different, but the Uncle Howdy thing didn't work. Let's go ahead and try something else. And, and hopefully he does, and hopefully he gets over. Because I think it, Bray Wyatt operating at a high level, pro wrestling's in a better place, if that's the case.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, so, okay, um, just trying to remember. So they try to put the Wyatt family together, and who just got, who's just pregnant now? Who is that? Alexa Bliss. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. So she got hurt, or she announced her pregnancy. So she was gone. It was Bray, and it was like it was uh, Bo Rotundo, uh, Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. Yeah. Well, Bo he Dallas be
2: Uncle Howdy. yeah As Uncle
1: Howdy. And yeah. now, and he was there, and they were like, no. And so it, the whole thing just got blown up. It was going to happen, and it just never materialized. Yeah,
0: well, and and he got hurt, and like the whole thing just snowballed. Like, and honestly, it's probably for the best that he-
1: right. That and Eric Young we, walked or
2: got released. I think somehow he was rumored a little bit. Like That's it. Eric yeah. Young was
1: going to be part of it. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to work. And that's the big story that he didn't want to work with Vince. Vince back in power. I'm out of here. EY, <laughs> right. where are you going? Like, nah, I don't want to yeah. be part of this. And so, he peaced out. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I think you just have to hit reset. And, and again, hopefully, we, because if they do it right, Bray, Roy, Bray Wyatt versus Cody Rhodes, oh, hell yeah. Like that, yes. can, that can just, that can tear the roof off of some buildings. But, I don't know if I trust
2: anybody to get that one right now. Right. And I think that also, like, the build up to that, like, those two doing promos back and forth. Because, like, you mentioned the QR code. We had months of that buildup. Then we had months of the rambling promos against no one. So, like, eventually it was like, can we do something? And then we get LA Knight, and it's like, all right, that that wasn't worth it. Like, just <laughs> go right into it. Him and Cody doing back and forth promos, and then a match, I'm into it. Hmm. Was it Uncle
0: – I've I've so erased that memory. Was it Uncle Howdy who, like, missed him by five feet? Yes. Or was it Bray Wyatt who – I can't even remember who jumped Uncle off Howdy. and it was Uncle Howdy.
1: He was doing like this the entire time. It was spinning his finger <sighs> and just, like, bopping to the beat. That's what he was doing the entire – I mean, it wasn't over. He was just doing that. Yeah. He was just doing that the entire – and I don't know what that meant, but he kept doing that. <laughs> spinning but they glowed his in finger. the dark.
2: Wasn't that cool? And the, the weapons glowed in the dark. Dew loved it. Yep.
1: <laughs> and and as as we always know on Good Karma Wrestling, everything in wrestling is not for us. And that was not for us. Nope. That was for the kids. That was yep. not for us.
0: I don't even know if it was for the
2: kids. It was certainly yeah, for know. Mountain
0: Dew. <laughs> but I'm not even sure if that was even for the kids. What do we have at number two, Brian?
2: All right, a couple hot angles right now. Which one will have a better payoff? Is it Judgment Day, who we talked about earlier? Or is it Better Than You, Bebe, who got it ready for their tag team title match Saturday on Collision?
0: I am going to say Judgment Day, um, just because I think Better Than You, Bebe, is coming to an end this, uh, this Saturday night at Collision. I think, I, I think that we've got the potential to have it be, because they keep hinting at CM Punk. He mentioned it in his first promo, um, that he, you know, what's in the bag? Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he, he, there's something in there that he never lost. And then he referenced it again this past Saturday when he was talking with Ricky Starks to kick off the show. I think we see a back-to-back weekend of MJF defending the championship. One weekend it's going to be against Adam Cole, the other one against CM Punk. I'm not quite sure which is going to be which. My guess is Punk for the title in Chicago, but Punk not going over in Chicago because he's not going to be an MJF. I don't know if that would go over, so I haven't quite decided yet. But I think better than you, Bebe, despite it being – again you want to start talking about merch and all the reports out there like that being the number one like and yeah. lapping everybody else in the field right now in AEW but
2: this well, is to add on to that stat not just right now Wrestling Observer has this the better than you Bay shirt in the last few weeks has sold more A- more shirts than any AEW shirt for all of this year yes mm-hmm. and also if you're bored on YouTube they've uploaded I believe it's like an hour playlist of all their uh, their best friend segments <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. That must be doing well, though. I'm yes. sure it's doing well.
0: But, and, and I know last week you were calling for a pivot, Roitz. I, I, yeah. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't think they're going to pivot. They've already started to plant the seeds. There has to be a payoff with Roddy Strong here after he came flying in and decided to, you know, make himself a part of the promo that they recorded. La- okay. I, I don't know why they decided to show a promo that was recorded last week and play it back this week when you could have just – they cut did a new twice, promo. Yeah, yeah, they did it twice. Could have just cut a new promo, which by the way, like FTR already cut a different promo on collision. <laughs> right. I don't know why then you had to then play back. Uh, when and they told
2: first. us that the Saturday thing happened, like it was okay. very odd last night.
1: Let's go wait, let's clear this up. Well, they had a number of glitches. They did not yeah. have a good night TV-wise. Last they, night was
2: not great. No. I mean,
1: there's nothing like a sign that you think that's supporting the company that says give women more of a push. Did you see that? Did you use that sign? Like like, or, or something like write women's wrestling better, or whatever that wasn't supporting the company that was against the company, something along those lines. It was very negative about the way women's book, women wrestling better or something like yes. that. Uh-huh. Like, wow, okay. Uh-huh. So, okay. This is why they had a bad night. The FTR promo was not from last week because it, it said live in the corner. It was just, I think that that lower third was not correct. No, but they
2: said it was last week because also they had the blood and guts uh, backdrop. But it said, yeah. live, it said live too, though. So Yeah, a, look, I understand he it said live. Take it off.
0: But, <laughs> but, but right. also when Excalibur threw it to Renee, he's like, yes. here's from last week. Like he right. specifically said from last week as he sent it.
1: Why is it that the MJF and Adam Cole promo and the FTR promo as if they didn't see each other's promo? Did they not see <laughs> each other's promo? I was just confused. Just confused they talk
2: to each other Saturday, like Gabe said. Like, why are we yeah, I watching? Don't,
1: I don't understand. Well, okay, so the answer to the question: Judgment Day. So they're, they're reeling me in. They're making me believe that Finn Balor could win the championship. Yeah. And, and this goes back to our conversation last week, guys, about the health of Seth Rollins. How healthy is he? People are in the set, though. You know, we talk about doing right by, you know, wrestlers and giving them a championship and being able to ride the wave with them. Well, you know. With Seth Rollins, he's deserving of this championship because it is the right thing to do. You know, uh, Roman's not coming to Raw, so you need your own champion. But boy, short-lived championship for Seth and giving it to Finn. All I know is this, is that last week's Raw, they took it over. It was bookends from the beginning and in the middle and in the end, you saw a judgment day. And I'm thinking, could it be? He talks about the 70-year itch or a 70 70-year 70 year bitch, whatever you're saying there, <laughs> right? Interesting, to make me think that it could happen. So I'm I'm, I'm very interested in that. I think I'm almost leaning that way. But the Better Than You, Bebe, is interesting. I still believe in my heart of hearts, guys, that we could see not MJF turning, but Adam Cole turning, and then Adam yeah. Cole having his own group. I'm adding to the group. How about this? You ready for this, uh, Broitz? Uh-huh. It is Adam Cole. It's Roderick Strong. Outside the box, it's an available Alex Hammerstone from MLW. Oh, okay. Who's the MLW champion who loves the 1991 Hogan tan? That's what he's into. The 90- <laughs> he wants to get not just a tan, the 91 Hogan tan, which was deep as a deep tan. As a matter of fact, he looked like me in 91. For God's sake. is that
2: what you asked for at the tanning salon? Is that how that works?
1: That's what Hammerstone. Yes, he told me. I interviewed That's, him. He's on he, the- stri- <laughs> he strives for the 91 tan. Okay. And coming back from cancer, Richard Holiday. Now, why is that significant? Those are MJF's guys when yeah. MJF was in MLW. That group, can't come up with the name, but it was MJF, Hammerstone, and Holiday, and they ruled the roost in M- MLW. What if that's a new group that Adam Cole brings together? What That if?
2: is very AEW to assume that we know what's happening in MLW, so I will give you credit with that. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is uh, that's getting, that's thinking like TK there. That's thinking like Tony Khan. So just, that's the thing, like, yeah. to answer this, like, It goes back to what we are talking about. I think it's the word pivot. Like, I think the way Seth is booked right now is Survivor Series. It's Rollins versus Roman, both world champions. Rollins probably loses that match, but you got to build up to that. And you have those two main event. Wait, wait.
0: So then Roman has another championship? No, no, not not for the belt. Poor Paul Heyman. Poor Paul Heyman's got to walk around with four champions. He's got two on each shoulder.
1: My tribal chief, chief, I can't do this anymore. My tribal chief.
2: Not non-title. They just have a match, champion versus champion, whatever. Like, that's what they're planning towards. I think Tony Khan has the opportunity to pivot those numbers we mentioned and how hot this is right now with Better Than You, Bebe. Put the belts on him Saturday. Put the belts on him, And if you're TK, show the audience like, you know what? I do hear you guys. I do see you're putting your money behind it. I do see your reaction. Let's extend this a little bit further and see what we can do. Like, so there's a the second shirt, they're the double clothesline shirt now. They got to sell that also. So, <sighs> I mean, you can, so,
0: so now we can just completely, so, so now we have two divisions that Tony Khan doesn't care about. He doesn't care about tag team wrestling, uh-huh. and he doesn't care about women's wrestling. So, that's what we would have to deal with then. That's what
1: it feels like, yeah. So then, okay. So let's let's put this out here to make it interesting than the bloodline to be, I'm sorry, to be more interesting than the judgment day. So you're saying that better than you, Bebe wins the championships. Yep. And they're going to have to defend him, I'm sure, uh in at Wembley.
2: Yeah, is, I'll lay it is, out again. So they win Saturday, they defend no. against FTR at Wembley, they lose yep. the belt, but it's Cole that turns, and then they have the main event at all out with MJF as the face defending against Cole.
1: So what do you do with punk?
2: You could find something for Punk.
1: Oh, he's with Ricky Starks. That's that's what that's yeah. up. <laughs> that's a hot feud now. Have you, yeah. have you read? That's a hot feud. Weird.
2: I, and I feel like Judgment Day also, like, yes, everything that we've talked about, like, they are very over. I'm really enjoying this. But, like, this feels like they're going down that path also where they're not going to pivot. And Finn losing sort of, you know, adds to the intrigue and adds to, like, him being upset and adds to that breakup.
0: Oh, I mean, look... It- Finn, I, I think the judgment day is interesting win-loser draw yeah. for Finn. Because I can see you know the forks going both directions and those being very, very entertaining. I, how many more of these brotastic promo videos can we take from Better Than You Babe? Like
2: how I'm many how many are month. gonna be out there? How many, I'm how, in for another month of it.
0: and, and
1: <laughs> another month. <laughs> I just
2: I I
0: think – and and plus, I think there were some promises probably made to FTR that I I just don't think you can have a ragtag tag team go over FTR.
2: I I agree, but, like, you talk about those promises. We don't see FTR on TV. Like, if it weren't for collision, we probably wouldn't see them at all. They've defended the belts less than five times since they've won it, since they've returned, like – they're not being used that prominently. They're being used like they're a Vince tag okay, team.
0: No, point. no, I, I, that's okay. So I could just completely disagree because they are on collision. Like they, <laughs> yes, they they're are CM Punk people. Well, yeah, they're, so they're collision. They they're a collision tag team, and they've they put together a match of the year candidates with their two yes. out of three falls match. And they wrestled the week before against Bullet Club Gold. Like, they've been very active on Collision. Just because you're not watching it, It's and you no, just admitted that you no. don't watch it. Yeah. I don't watch Doesn't Fridays. I watch
2: Saturday. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, if it weren't for a Collision, like, they'd have nothing. Because, yes, that is one of the matches of the year, but there's nothing else for them. Like, they haven't done anything else. They've won the belts, and then there was just a whole lot of nothing. Like, wasn't that only, like, their second or third title defense, I think?
1: Of oh, recent note, yes, but yeah. it, it is true that once they're in the ring, they are, I mean, they're killing it. I mean, yes. they're colliders and they've been killing it. They're on CM Punk show and it's actually, it's pretty good because if nothing else, if you're looking for good tag team wrestling, you should be on someone's show and they on <laughs> Rampage. It, it's definitely not Rampage because they got back-to-back battle royals because, <laughs> so that's good. They're going to have a battle royal Friday. I had one last week because that's good TV. That's good TV. You talk about just throwing. It's shit different. At so Last week's had two rings. It's only one ring for this one. This is unbelievable. They, they couldn't care less about that show. It's just <laughs> what a throw-in. It's just it's ridiculous. But it's just
2: a
0: way for Mark Henry to get a paycheck.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's the Only reason why I watch. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. For the main event. Fast forward right to the end. Main event. All right, that's what I wanted. Thank you, Mark. That's what I wanted. No, but you know, guys, I, I just. Here's what's interesting about uh, the Judgment Day because I'm still I, I'm leaning Judgment Day, but it's kind of like Seinfeld, isn't it? Jerry was a what, maybe fourth or fifth interesting character on that show. Oh, you're the, the fourth, yeah. And, and the same thing with, with Seth with um, with Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. What's more interesting in the blood? That he's in the Judgment Day. He's the fourth most interesting person on there, and yeah. he could be heavyweight champion. Yeah. Mm.
2: Right, like literally he just needs the belt to do the Damien stuff and like will Damien cash in on him? Like that's the only reason he would need the belt.
1: That's the story, right? Ultimately, that's the story. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just – there's so many possibilities, but I'm leading Judgment Day uh, for this.
0: So I'll say this. Finn is – yes, he's probably – he is the fourth. He's the least interesting of the group right now. That being said, I think he's still doing tremendous work. Yeah. Like he's just – he just happens to be surrounded by – who I think is the face of the women's division right now in Rhea Ripley, because she, I think, I look at her as the leader of the group. And if Judgment Day runs Monday Night Raw, then that means Rhea Ripley runs Monday Night Raw. Right. And I, so I look at her as top. Dom Dom's right behind because he's riding her coattails, so he's got to be right behind. And Priest, yeah. is, Priest has been fantastic. I think that the promo work that Finn has been putting in with this feud with Seth Rollins, I think has been fantastic.
1: Yep. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, there's no question that uh Rhea's leading it. I mean, you see what she did to Liv Morgan? You know, when Liv Morgan's in peril, boy, it looks like that she's going to die. Yeah. She <laughs> can she, sell. She can <laughs> sell her ass. Like when she's thrown into the stairs or something happens to her, she's, Aah! I mean, she's, but she's got a really unhappy face. It's great. Yeah. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Rhea, like I, I legitimately believe that Rhea might kill her. Like I thought that, that was I thought that was a possibility on Monday night. <laughs> I think so too. It was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Again, tip of the cap to everybody involved with that one. Mm-hmm. What do we have at number three, Brian?
2: All right. We mentioned him a little bit. His show on Saturday, CM Punk this week. He made a ended and took a loss. Him and Darby Allen losing to Ricky Starks and Christian. So since CM Punk has returned, is he wrestling too much?
0: I would say yes, but at least they protected him with a tag team match this past week. And I understand some of these matches, three of the matches that he's wrestled had to be a part of the Owen Hart tournament. He probably wanted to be a part of that. But I I, I understand where probably CM Punk is coming from because he wants to shake some of this rust off and he wants to get to a point where he's performing at a high level. But there's just so much risk that comes with that, especially I'm assuming they've got plans for him at Wembley in Chicago, at the United Center for All Out as well. So right now, I think if he doesn't wrestle for the next month, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you can find a way around it just to kind of let him, all right, you've got your feet under you now. We're just going to kind of take this easy and let your promo work carry you into what we're going to do at All In and at All Out
1: you don't want to make the same mistake you made the last time mm-hmm. i remember when punk came back to chicago then at center was one of the biggest pops i've ever seen 13 wrestling mm-hmm. then i went to see punk in milwaukee and the first thing that cm punk said you guys tired of me yet because it because it's like okay he should be kept special he should have been kept special the first time. Maybe he could have avoided injury. I understand why he's been out there because of this tournament, but he doesn't have to wrestle for me for him to get over. Just get on the mic and just say your piece, right? You got to taunt these uh, hockey fans that's in the arena and talk about all these hockey teams are not good, but the Blackhawks are the best, whatever, right? That's what he's been doing. And he's, You know what's interesting about uh, Pepsi Phil? If you, watch these sh- if you watch these shows he's been on, he's smiling throughout. Have you uh-huh. noticed that? Yeah. Like, he's enjoying the fact that half the arena hates him, half the arena loves him, and he just loves it. I've I've never seen him smile so often during a match because he's just, it seems like now he's enjoying himself a lot more than he did before. The crowd
0: was really coming around to him during the during the main event past Saturday night. Like that was probably some of the most outside of Chicago CM punk chants that I want to say that I think I've heard since he came back.
2: Yeah, yeah but in he, terms of the wrestling cool. stuff, like this week's where it sort of hit me where, like, it just sort of felt like filler to, like, have him wrestle. Like, I think, like you said, Gabe, like, just give him a mic and that's fine. Like, we're a month away from that Wembley and Chicago week. Like, just protect him at this point. And I guess it's Ricky Starks that we see him work. But, like, we don't need him wrestling every single week. Like, him in this match really was unnecessary on
1: Saturday. Yeah, moving forward, he should just do promos or get a headset and help the people in the back. I mean, yeah. that's what he did. He held his own meeting. And talk to Mm -hmm. talk to. I mean, he did that. So be a locker room leader. I think it is kind of odd that we've seen more of CM Punk than the Young Bucks Russell since CM Punk has come back. That seems a little strange. I know, I know they're EVPs, but I mean, I'm just like, I, I mean, we saw him in Blood and Guts, but we hadn't seen them that much, like in regular matches. So nothing. There was zero follow
0: up. Did I miss it? Was there any follow up to like Blood and Guts last night?
1: No,
2: on BTE this week. Matt Jackson talked about like he's going to Hawaii. He's like, I'm going on vacation. He's like, I just need to get through this match and like I can't be too bruised up. So the Bucks are gone. I assume.
0: Like, how do you? How do we? I mean, like, I mean, well, can can we at least sell that the BCC was a little banged up, but instead they end up you know wrestling in the main event yeah. in a in a triple threat tag team match, and the Young Bucks who were the victors again, the Golden Elite, they were the victors, nowhere to be found. Like if if Blood and Guts is supposed to be this big show then people have to be there for the fallout from that show the following week. Like, that's, that's just standard professional wrestling. And, and, but this is, this is part of what drives at least me nuts about the Young Bucks. Like, I understand you can set your own schedule, but, like, if you're going to get yourself as an EVP into that match, which is one of the biggest shows that you do every year, you got to be there the next week. you got to be there the next week. To at least follow follow up on the angle, especially because uh, um, the match ran long, so you didn't get to do the part where you shook the hands on television. That was an online-only thing. you got to follow up with that because if you watch Dynamite this week, it's almost as if Blood and Guts didn't happen.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. And, like, you know, we criticized some of TK's booking and, like, the issues last night. Like, that made a vent last night after what we saw last week in Blood and Guts, like, I was like uh – this is happening like when they said it was the main event I was like oh what are you talking about like is there something after this and now we get like a spin-off next week also
1: you get a what they used to call in the wrestling business a captain's match right. where it be like, one, it'd be one of the persons people from the tag team and you what you determined that already that that should be the main event like you're just kind of just sliding by until you get to the pay-per-view now that's what but you're doing are we dude. in
2: pay-per-view build time? We're a
1: month out now. No. Yeah. Well, okay, well, what, tell me the matches for Wembley. We're a we month have, away.
0: Uh, card. Darby is fighting oh, for the yes. TNT championship.
2: Yeah? Yeah, because he won that Battle Royal. And? So you'll get him versus Lucha, so, I think, right? <laughs> or Christian?
1: <laughs> or Christian. Yeah. Maybe, maybe both. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, right.
0: But that's the only thing. But you need to start building because you're building – God, you you are just taking advantage of your fans. Because you've done this a couple of times now where you've been able to sell out or sell for big crowds without announcing a single match on a card. You're taking advantage of your fans in Chicago. You're taking advantage of your friends, of your fans overseas if you don't start announcing matches soon. Because you got two pay-per-views that are back-to-back weekends that you have to start building for. And presumably Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley is going to be one of those. But I don't see how that triple threat next week is going to build yeah. to Mox versus Cassidy.
2: Well, here, I'll give you this, Jay. We'll move to news and notes. The report's out today. Did you see there is a rumored match for Will Ospreay at All In? Have you seen that one? Against. Uh, <laughs> he's, gone. Uh, he's gone. I told you before, better. so he's left. Uh, the rumor <laughs> match right now will be Will Osprey versus
1: Chris Jericho. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, okay. Is that supposed to be a dream match or what is that?
2: I, I don't know who's dreaming of that match.
1: <laughs> like,
2: Not me. It's is... a reminder that it's Chris Jericho in 2023. It's not WCW Chris Jericho. I like, mean. Just, so everyone knows. Like okay. it, like Jericho deserves
0: a spot on the card. Like, don't yes. get me wrong, but like, can can we get somebody under 50,
1: maybe wrestling with the best in-ring performer in the world? I'm good with this if that's Jericho's retirement match, but it's not though. I mean, that, no. that's the whole thing. Like, so I'm just thinking, okay, that's the match. Osprey's clearly the baby face in that spot because Don Callis will be out there with Jericho, but that's right. not what we're leading to. We're leading to Chris Jericho about uh, just about to accept his position with the family because uh-huh. that he's going to be in a tag team match uh, next week, right? Next week on right. Dynamite. It's going to be Garcia. Going to
2: Cash versus Garcia and
1: Guevara. And when Guevara? Okay. Uh, See, it's funny. We say, "Well, Gabe's like, well, I mean, you got to put a match. You got to put some matches out there. You take advantage of your fans. Who's that sound like? Sounds like WWE, doesn't it? Right. Sold show, pal. Whatever we put out there, you just got. You're already there. You already bought the ticket. Yeah, I well, mean that's but, how it works. Right? You already bought
2: the streaming service. But, but
1: how,
0: streaming service how many of those people assumed we were getting Omega versus Osprey 3? Like they have they, they were going to finish the trilogy oh, okay. at Wembley. Like that that's what we've been building to for
1: 8 months. What are we doing? It's a, it's a rumor for now. It's a rumor Yeah, for now. it's a Hopefully, rumor guess, for
2: now. But yeah. I guess a cautionary tale, you talk about like selling on an idea Ring of Honor sold out Madison Square Garden on the backs of the elite. None of those guys were there, Ring of Honor, when they went to Madison Square Garden, and Ring of Honor is now what it is. Now it's paid for by Jay hood and a few hundred other people. So maybe Tony needs to be careful there.
0: There are dozens of them, okay. Roach, dozens.
1: <laughs> they put on banger matches. Yeah, you say what you want. Do. ROH does. Like, you talk about, like, you don't have to worry about any, uh, you know, Bruce Pritchard like uh, vignettes that they're doing in AEW now. Yeah. I mean, they're just giving you banger after banger. Very few interviews, just wrestling. That, I'm, and I'm fine with that. I got a chance to watch Death Before the Summer. We'll talk about that a little bit, but that's fine. I just, But it's just funny that the way Gabe laid that out. And I was like, hmm, who does that remind me of? Same thing yeah. WWE. Oh, sold out? Well, just put shit against the wall, pal. Doesn't matter. Then from there. That's how it works. But that's
2: the weird thing. Like, we gave them the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, they got through Forbidden Door. They did a good job of building stuff but not being too inside. It's go time now. Like, last night felt like a filler show. Last night felt like a show where there were travel issues, where they didn't have a full roster (laughs) and you had to play stuff from last week. Like, it made no sense.
0: I love Orange Cassidy, but he's coming out there like seven times. Right.
1: (laughs) That's funny. A filler show. Yeah. (laughs) It did. My, it, it was kind of a throwback to me. Because, and yet,
0: and yet, we still couldn't get more than one women's
1: match. Right. Oh no, can't have that. I mean, women aren't they? Aren't they aren't over, pal. Why would you do that? It did. It kind of reminded me of like a, a early 2000s show. What I saw, right? The the video piece on Ar Fox. Right. You know, just like these little, little vignettes. I'm like, boy, they're doing something, some different things here. Like they're stretching for for this yeah. city. We're in Albany, New York. I think God so, yeah. That's a WWE town. I think did, that was odd. Yeah. When's
0: the last time we saw the women's champ on TV?
1: She oh uh, Statlander? Uh no, probably no. Rampage. No,
0: no I'm talking No, I'm talking about Tony Storm. Oh, Tony Storm. Oh, <laughs> I'm not talking about the TBS champ. I'm talking.
2: Didn't about she BF? defend on a Rampage or a Collision? Rampage. I don't remember the match. I remember it being previewed.
1: I remember it being horrible. Okay. <laughs> it was it was Rampage. All all right. Right. She was we'll on Battle of the
0: Belts. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's, that's why we all are confused. Same thing. Same. It was Man. Rampage. Rampage
2: part two.
1: <laughs> yes. Give women a chance. The big sign. Put it up yeah. there if you're going to an AEW show.
2: Or WWE. And that's show. someone that should have a prominent spot at Wembley
1: is Tony Storm. Yeah. Once, listen, guys, once they put together. Your entire
0: group. Like, we haven't seen Paige. Like, how how are you not putting Paige at Wembley? You have her on the roster, damn it.
1: Once they put it together, it's going to be a banger of a card. It's going to be a great show. But they're doing it at their own pace, though, that's for sure. You know it's going to be good. Whatever they put together, it's going to be great, and the fans are going to be into it. (laughs) 75000
0: Except for Osprey versus Jericho.
1: Right, please. Hopefully that won't that. be the case. Hopefully that's just rumor and innuendo. That's the hope.
2: <sighs> please. Some backstage please. AEW news. Fightful Select reporting that your guy, Gabe Orange Cassidy, picking up work backstage as a producer and an agent. PW Insider reports Chris Hero is now on board as a producer as well. And one more producer note. Brian Solomon says Bret Hart wanted a similar producer role. AEW said no. They'd rather just have him in an on-screen manager role, which he passed on.
1: Uh, I need a second source. Nothing against Solomon. I need a second source in that heart thing. Okay. (laughs) Because I'm not... I don't know if that's true.
0: Well, I mean... Did they figure that they've done enough Bret Hart tribute matches that they really didn't need him backstage? Like, <laughs> true. They, they kind of do yeah. enough of their own Bret Hart stuff anyway. So what do we need? You know, like what do we need to hire this guy for? <laughs> I,
1: was, <point. laughs> I was thinking about this in the rundown. I was thinking, I was thinking about Brett sitting on like one of those luggage cases in the back and he's supposed to be put in a match together. He goes, yeah, you know, freaking Bill Goldberg. Ruined, like, <laughs> Bill Goldberg. I mean, he ran into a kick. He was reckless. And then the bell rings and the wrestlers have to scamper to the, to the front like, Brett, I got to go. It's like, oh, yeah. Imagine I'm if match. they
2: said yes to Brett and then they actually signed Goldberg, like some of the rumors that have been out there. That would have been <laughs> awful for Brett.
1: Well, I I'm just like, like I, I like the idea of two young wrestlers like, Brett, help us put this match together. And he just he spins yarns for 30 minutes about his match. And all of a sudden the bell rings. They're like, Oh shit, our match. Okay. Yeah, have a good match. Whatever you guys are gonna do out there. I'm I'm
0: surprised they didn't just say yes to Brett out of just basic like, oh, we already do the Owen Hart thing. You know it'd be cool to have Brett Hart on our team too. I'm yeah. surprised
1: they just didn't accept Brett in whatever role he wanted to be in. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. But the first part of that also is fascinated. Orange Cassidy. And we don't we don't uh confuse the character from the guy that actually could produce, but the guy that we see that's indifferent, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So what's your match? What's your <laughs> match? What do you think? Although
0: I do? mean, him coming out at the during the main event last night is the most fire we've ever seen Orange Cassidy have, which was kinda yeah. unique and, and interesting to see.
2: Yep. Some contract news. Roosh has signed an extension with AEW. His deal was up. We've also, according to BodySlam.net, Brian Pillman Jr. has a deal in place with the WWE. He's expected at the performance center by the end of August.
0: He's gonna go NXT first, right?
2: Yeah. So it looks like.
1: Brian Pillman Jr. Yes. That's just a miss by AEW. That yep. guy can go. I saw in MLW. I've seen him in the Indies. Brian Pillman Junior. can go, and he does. You know, he had to work on his personality a little bit because they didn't want to say, "Oh, you're just like your dad." He's trying to fight that, but he has a, he does have charisma. He's grown his hair out really long now. He, I think he could be a classic heel. Um, so that was just a miss by a by AW for him to go to NXT. I think that he'll be uh, he'll be on a rocket ship right to the main roster someplace because he can go. He's a He's a grizzled veteran at this point. He's been around for a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so Pelman and what was the other thing?
2: Uh, Roosh an extension with AEW.
1: Oh God. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So maybe he should be on Collision. Maybe that's okay because that guy's a little dangerous. No, he- keep he just-
0: keep him away from Punk.
1: Yeah.
0: We can't we can't have Punk getting injured because you oh know you know if he's on Collision, Punk's gonna want a match.
2: Yes.
1: Somebody tell him in Spanish that this is a sh- this is a work, it's not a shoot. <laughs> tell him someone explain it to him. Got it, boss. Bam. That's the that's thing.
2: This was the only place he can go. Like Roosh and WWE, like that wouldn't work. Oh, I'd, he's, I'd, he's, I'd I'd pay, pay money. People. <laughs> I'd I'd pay money to
0: watch Roosh wrestle Brock Lesnar, catch him with a stiff one, just so <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Like it's one of my favorite videos I think out there. If you Google when Braun Strowman. Caught Brock Lesnar with a little bit of a stiff knee, and then you see you see the uh, the beast incarnate go to a different level and legitimately punch him in the face, and, and Strowman like stumbles back after he eats it. It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> it's
0: it. pretty good.
1: Oh man, Roosh. I, would,
0: I would love to see Roosh do that to Brock Lesnar in WWE.
1: <laughs> does, uh, by the way, does Cat, does he go by Cassius Ono or is he just going to be his regular name as a producer for AEW? I guy. think
2: regular name. I mean, this is the Indies.
1: Hero. He's Chris Hero now. Let's go. Because that Cassius Ono, boy, that name really got over. <laughs> Cassius Ono. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And oh no. can chant. <laughs> <laughs> boy, he was a, he's a tremendous wrestler. The reason I love Chris Hero, he can wrestle in any style any mm-hmm. style. I've seen him wrestle the UK style, the American style, uh, Mexican style, Japanese. He's he's very, very good. Extremely Some good. Some
2: injury news from Dave Meltzer. He says KO, it is a legit injury. He's been dealing with a fractured rib, no timetable on how long he'll be out. And you mentioned earlier Liv Morgan. Well, she left the arena in a sling and she will be out for the foreseeable future.
1: Uh, well, we know who did that. <laughs> <laughs> we did, you know, you know, we did that to live, right? Wow. I mean, I'm good yeah. with that. You know, who I'm not good with is Rich Holland. There's a guy there that needs to be out of the business. Rich Holland's hurting people. Mm-hmm. He is. Okay, so he, he, twice now. Yeah, I mean, the first there's one's not, a big one, also, and, and I know
2: and a clip where I believe he dropped Gargano on his head.
0: Yeah, not, I mean, he's, and. and he's Biggie, Biggie went out of his way to say, "Hey, this wasn't his fault," and all that, just because he didn't want everyone to be going after Ridge Holland. But again, like wrestling fans aren't dumb. Like we, we saw what happened. We we know who's unsafe, and once you get that reputation, it's tough to overcome.
1: I mean, I mean, hey, Holy Ryback, right why don't you be safer in the ring, pal? <laughs> he, yeah. see, but that's a call up that was way too quick, though. He, that Rich Holland, he was, i mean, big guy. Look at him. He's like, okay, he looks good, but is he ready? Not ready. If you've hurt two people in uh, less than fifteen months, fourteen months, yeah. okay, maybe you're not ready. Wow. Maybe you're just—you don't have the finesse to be able to handle guys in the ring. That ain't good. It's just not. Yeah.
2: And unsynched. finally, get pumped, guys! Sunday night, eight o'clock Eastern. NXT Great American Bash on the Peacock. Uh, NXT title on the line. Carmelo Hayes versus Dragonov. The NXT women's title on the line in a submission match. Dom Dom defends the North American title in a triple threat match against Wesley and Mustafa Lee as uh, J-Hood has gone. And also, I don't – he, like, more, secretly – Okay, I'm sorry. G- Gable Stevenson in a match against Corbin.
1: No? Oh, poor the Corbin. hot thing. Oh, poor Corbin. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't understand
0: I don't understand when you're in and when you're out on NXT.
2: Jay oh, Hood. I'm so out. I'm just trying to tell you guys. Well, I, I no, I understand. I watch.
0: understand you're out, but Jay Hood, like you're the one who was watching when Dirty Don like didn't you watch NXT? Didn't you watch yes. a couple of NXT matches and report back to us not that long ago?
1: Nope. I watched you had one it on match last week. That's right. One match because because <laughs> of homework. Because I do my homework on Good Conference. Ah, and because, ah, one of the guys, because one of the guys from Judgment Day won a championship. I want to know how. And guess what? He stunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> And I want I want a verification for that. And then I took it right off the DVR. Ain't like I'm watching Sean Michaels Sean Michaels' whole career through these wrestlers. That's what it is. That's, that's why I keep reading. You see the same thing, right, bro? It's like all the stuff that they're doing is like anything that Sean used. in, well, I did this program, see, and I did this. Like, yeah, so I want you to do it like this. Like, I'm not watching now. I already saw Sean's career. I need to see it through young people that are green. If I see a barber shop show up. Yeah, right. It could be. Don't be surprised. It's going to be in Austin. You said right? Uh, Great American Bash. Where is it? I
2: don't even know where it is to be honest.
1: I think it's it's Austin. I saw it promoted. Well, good for them. I just, I just, I don't have the wrestling bandwidth to watch NXT. No, I just, I just do not. Even with Dom on it. Now, I will tell you this: Dom's on this one. He might be the main, probably. Right? Maybe semi-main.
2: Uh, I mean, Carmelo Hayes is there. Well, that's the thing. Like, apparently they had a whole feud going with Wesley and Ali for the title, and then they just put the title on Dom because that makes
1: sense.
0: Well, but that's why it's a triple threat because now it's Ali, Wesley, and Dirty Dom.
1: Right. This is – I would imagine Dom drops a championship here, maybe. I would imagine. Well,
2: yes, but if you still want that Judgment Day image of everyone holding stuff, this is pre-SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, this I mean, this is triple threat. There's this has the entire Judgment Day showing up and cooking the books for Dom so he wins. Like it's there's no DQ. It's a triple threat. Like it's right. got it's got Dom retaining written all over it.
1: God, that's all the rest of the judgment day needs is extra travel. <laughs> Come on, let's go to this NXT show. Okay, let's go to Florida. Okay, let's go support Dom. Instead Maybe of having the can
2: off. cash in on Carmelo Hayes and win the NXT title. That'd be hilarious. <laughs>
1: that, would, that would be hilarious.
0: Somehow somehow better than cashing in for the U.S. title and losing. <laughs> sure. Somehow it would still be better than cashing sure. in for the U.S. Yes. title and somehow losing. Uh, before we get to Match of the Week, or do you want to make it part of your Match of the Week? Um, because, Jay Hood, you watched the ROH pay-per-view last Friday night. I'm assuming you've got some matches that made your Match of the Week, but I will give you this time to kind of talk about that and, and give your book report on on the ROH show from a, a week ago.
1: Yeah, just very briefly, Death Before the Sonner was very good out of New Jersey. Fans were hot for it. And you say, like, how do are you drawing fans when you don't have TV? People are just watching through the stream. And they, and they went to a market in which they've been successful before with ROH. And so it's a Friday night. They drew a crowd. Very odd day against SmackDown. But, hey, they had a really nice crowd there. Uh, I think that uh, Athena and Willow had the best match for me. I knew that match would deliver uh, again on pay per view more than on TV. Go ahead.
0: Well, so I heard. I heard that that match stole the show, yeah. which I was which I was happy to hear because I had such high expectations for it when they had the the Owen Hart Women's Final, and it just kind of disappointed. So I'm glad they got a chance to kind of redeem themselves on the pay per view.
1: I thought that uh, that um, pack and uh, Claudio, Claudio they they delivered. Uh, no. they're not a surprise. You see those no. two, it's like, okay, that's going to be yeah. a banger. And it yeah. was. So so I thought that overall, that was about a, probably a B-plus pay-per-view from them, just from their standpoint, because again, a lot of these wrestlers don't get a lot of shine. And so uh, even in the pre-show, there was some tremi- rem- tremendous matches. The reason why AR Fox even got that opportunity against Orange is because of how well he did in the pre-show uh, for that ROH show. So I, again, I think once they get TV, that would be really interesting. But I'm watching it every week and it's just pure wrestling. No frills. Just just, you know, just having the other thing, the key is guys, is that they have time. It's a two-hour show. So they're not being rushed off the stage. They can <laughs> they, they can work on stuff. And I I just think that the 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 show was tremendous.
0: All right. So what do we have as match of the weeks?
1: So Athena and Willow will get the number three spot for me. Um, I thought that uh cage and Starks against uh punk and uh, and Darby, we talk about time, right? But uh-huh. think about collision, like the main event, it's gonna get that last half yeah. hour. It was just surprising to see Cage. I have not seen him work that hard in a long time. I first of all I didn't expect him to be in the match, and then he's there right. in that in that, in that uh, turtleneck, and I'm like, That guy's dying in that turtleneck. Dying. <laughs> it's, it's like and he worked hard. I'm like, wow, and he's, he had some near falls for Cage too, uh-huh. and like so, so he didn't wrestle like a manager. He wrestled like Christian Cage. Uh, so I like that. Starks as a heel, not wanting to be able to be tagged. And then, as we mentioned, the uh, adulation for punk there in New Jersey, which was kind of cool, with Darby Allen. Um, I had a hard time with number one, so I'm splitting the vote with Charlotte and e. o. Sky, as well as Escobar and Theory. Clearly, they're going with Escobar. It was uh-huh. a surprise before. But they're going with Escobar and going to push him. They want a Latino star on, on SmackDown. They got one because Ray's going to be retiring soon, so they're going with him. But Charlotte and sky was different. It had kind of a a weird pay-per-view pace, yeah. if, if that makes sense. It, it wasn't fast. It was kind of methodical, a little plotting, but I thought it was physical. So I think that might be my best sh- uh, match.
2: For me, it's one of those duos. I feel like you put them in any match, whatever, like Darby and Swerve, like – I feel like anytime those two are there, they're gonna deliver. That was a fun match. My only question out of that is like, what are we gonna do with Swerve? Like, I think he needs something. Like, I'm glad he won. I don't get why he didn't win that Battle Royal to where he could have gotten a title shot at a pay per view. But I want to see more for Swerve because anytime he's in the ring, he delivers. He's he's a part of the Mogul Affiliates. What else could you uh, want, Brian? Of course with those guys who are you know, household names
0: yeah with the you know uh the the prince guy who gave the t-shirt uh-huh. to a.r fox last night
1: Yeah, a.r fox is a part of that now i love prince Nana. i saw him in chicago once he was still doing the same gimmick because he talked like this and he would talk that you had like the the accent then he came over my shoulder he goes hey man where's the guy in the wheelchair i'm like i give him a t-shirt i'm like whoa <laughs> where's the accent pal <laughs>
0: it's like, it's like, <laughs> Is K-Fabe dead? What's going on, Prince? Jeez.
1: You, you killed me. I'm like, whoa. He's like, hey, man, where's that, that, that kid in the wheelchair? I gotta give him a t-shirt. <laughs> Damn. He's over there, sir. <laughs> um, you're, you're right about Darby and, and Swerve. they wrestled like 100 times in the Pacific yeah. Northwest. So it was smooth. Very smooth.
0: Yeah. Um, my matches of the week, I, I was uh, three with Starks and Cage versus Punk and Darby. I, I thought, again, like it's... I think it's going to be hard for collision not to have a match in my top three going forward because they do give a lot of time for that main event as they've done uh, through their first handful of shows. I really like Ciampa versus Big Bronson. I, I wish they didn't call him Big Bronson. Like <laughs> oh, hey, how would you do he's, though? he's big. Let's call him Big Bronson. Get it? Huh? Ah, get it? Um Like Reed just moves different for a big guy, man. Like that tsunami is that, that he gave to win was unbelievable. And I thought Champa just looked really good. And then again, something comforting about starting Wednesday nights by hearing (laughs) Jane by Jefferson airplane and Cassidy versus AR Fox. It was, it was just comforting to see Cassidy kicking off the show. Once again,
1: no, it's gotta be a comfort to you. Uh, bro, it's to uh, see the AR Fox is in the spotlight now, turning heel. I don't yes. know. Yes,
2: yeah. I've seen this guy multiple times at Pancakes and Pile Drivers WrestleMania weekends. Very cool to see him on national TV breaking sunglasses. No <laughs> free pancakes while watching wrestling. What's better than that?
1: I'm cool. I'm, gr- I'm. It's really cool that he let Darby Allen crash at his place. But yeah. did you find it interesting that in that little vignette about AR Fox, he never spoke? Does uh, he not does he not have promo skills? I don't know the answer to that. I've never seen him cut a promo. I've only seen him work matches. Him and Swerve have worked a lot
2: together. What well about? again,
0: Pacific Northwest thing. But I I mean I guess I understand. But again, it just felt like that 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 promo that they decided to play, that vignette, just felt like filler because like we already got the story last week that set up the match with Darby asking, like, "Oh, hey, like this guy used to live with me." Like we we know the Darby story pretty well. Like, oh, okay, pretty good thing for for AR or Fox. Like, I feel like we didn't need the vignette because right. it was already explained the week before. So that was that was an interesting choice oh, by yeah. uh, Tony Khan last night.
1: Slowly but surely, this company is turning into the WWE. Not a bad thing because WWE will continue to pound the storyline because they always assume. Well, it's like us in radio or in television, right? We have to continue to reset new audience, you know. And so, and I saw that. I'm like, well, that's interesting. I've never seen that before. I know the story, but what if someone's tuning in that's new and it didn't know AR Fox? Well, I watched that vignette. Still don't know who Ar Fox is. Yeah, see, that's the problem, right? Like, could have
0: could have easily just had Taz or or Shivani, yeah. or you know, on the announce desk. Go, yeah, he, you know, good on, uh, you know, good on Darby for doing a favor for his pal after letting him sleep, you know, on his couch all those years ago. Like, that's that's literally it was a ten second explanation that turned into a two and a half minute vignette. Yep.
1: Yeah. But, but shout out to MJF. Great great impersonation of uh Dax Harwood. Yeah. <laughs> Entertaining as always. If I hear this guy talk about his daughter, my daughter, my daughter and my wife, my daughter and my wife, my wife and my daughter. <laughs> Outstanding stuff by MJF. Pretty funny.
0: I just wish it would have been, you know, from this week again. Nah. You can you can pick some nits on that one, but we do have, you know, I'm sure Rowitz, you're going to watch Great American Bash on Saturday versus Uh, Sunday. What day
2: did you say it was? Sunday night. Gable Stevenson is the next big thing. No.
0: Well, maybe we'll have a review of it. I guess we'll all find out together next week right here on GKW.